Hello, and welcome to Buzz Candid and Critical. Currently, we are recording live from Barcadia because we could not get reservations to Dorcia. We can never get reservations to Dorcia. Shut up. That's all you think about? It's food? I'm not that hungry, but I like having reservations to some place. Oh, yeah? I never make reservations. Let me I'm ask, too lazy for that. Let me ask you guys something. If, our, if we're at a restaurant and the bill comes out to $600, thank you for playing with me. Are we splitting it evenly? Are you comfortably spending $200? So, it, what you're trying to say, I got one meal, but let's say you got like appetizer and you done? Oh, no, no, not like that. Okay. Not like that. Like, let's say, I still will pay. Let, let's say we got the equal amount I, I, of things. I let you know that happened to us one time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and trust me, dog, that wasn't it. <laughs> Are you no. talking about when we got wrong? You got me fucked up when we're doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so guys, for today's movie, we're talking about one of my favorite movies, which is American Psycho. American Psycho, staring Christian Bale, and the guy that did horribly bad in Joker and Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy who did amazing as Green Goblin. <laughs> the one that should have stuck to the bed. It's not bad. Okay, so I've seen this movie probably a, at least a hundred times in like the last um, probably six years. It's, I think it's, I regard it as one of my favorite movies of all time. It's why I love Christian Bale. This was Brian's first time. Well, uh, it was, both of our it first was time, Brian yeah. and Chris's first time watching the Literally movie. Literally two days ago. Literally two days I ago, we watched, we, we watched it together. But, I watched it before that. But, even, it but even before that, I knew Milo. He was all about fucking... American American Psycho. I was like, he's literally me, guys. That that that's me. Literally, yeah, is you rich, handsome, killing people, you know? Or so I. I was like, aspire. that's like, that was one time like that. I think uh, you started uh, nourishing your <laughs> your skin. I still do. <laughs> to this day. I was like, this motherfucker's a psycho killer. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna ask us to go to his house one day. If he goes, if he, I know he's gonna invite me to his fucking apartment complex and then he's gonna be like it's gonna be all white playing me phil collins and shit <laughs> oh su- su- studio yeah that's a that's a studio that's a red flag if that happens playing you fucking studio loud as fuck so last episode chris talked about a really sweet stout and i was like oh that's nasty like i don't really like sweet stout but guess what we're drinking today guys Stout. We're drinking a fucking ridiculously good stout. It's actually surprisingly good. Chris, can you go ahead and name off that? So the stout that we're drinking is Evil Twin Brewery. Or these are people who made it. It's uh, located in New York City. It's a cookie uh, cream and horchata and chocolate stout. The alcohol content is one pint. 12% alcohol by volume, imperial stout with cookies and cream, horchata, Mexican spice, chocolate. Keep your fridge plus drink fresh. You we did very we, bad when you were saying that. <laughs> yeah. But it, yeah, in other words, it is a cookies and cream and horchata chocolate mix. Or horchata. Horchata, brother. But um, fucking amazing. This one Brewing, New York City. This is probably the first beer that we've tried recording that we all consent like have a consensus that it's actually good uh tell them about the little fun fact about the brewery okay so yeah so evil twin uh as you can imagine or might not imagine um the owner of this brewery is the twin brother of the guy who owns Mc- or one of the guys who owns mckellar brewing and there seems to be some feud between them which is why he named the evil twin because they, they apparently they don't like each other that, that must be crazy like Go bro, figure. bro, that's you. Yeah. How can you hate him? <laughs> that, that's You're literally you. you. You look in the mirror, you see your brother. You you made the build. Dude, do, do, do you think that like a twin? You know that like you look at your brother or your sister and you're like, we don't look alike. But everyone else is like, you know, they're like, oh no, you, uh, you do look alike. But like they look exactly the same. So it's yeah, like, they're called twins. No, no. What, no here, here, <laughs> let me first. Let me finish. Even let me finish, but do you think they ever like? Because like you have the idea of like people saying like, "Oh, you look alike," and obviously your response is always, "We don't look alike." In a sense, when you're not twins, but as a twin, it's like, "Oh yeah, we do look alike." 
Or do you just have the same mi- mindset? Like, no, we don't look the same. What he's are you like, talking about? He's like, my dick's bigger than his. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like, physically, we look alike. Anatomically, no. <laughs> but there's, uh, a, there's also the whole thing, like, when, like, they're twins, but, like, they're they're fraternal, I think. Yeah, like, that's when they look different, but they're born on the same day. Oh, correct? dude, I fucking Something hate like those. That. I'm just, like, it's, <laughs> it's just, it doesn't make sense for me. Like, I get it. You guys I'm, were born on the same day. I mean, that's like those, um, remember the lady that had like eight kids? I mean, I don't Octo- think. Octomom? Yeah, I don't think they all you look the same. You know she's a porn star? I don't know this. Oh. We'll leave those, we'll leave that closed. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. Find out. All right, let, let's continue on the movie. So, yeah, um, well, before I actually get into it, um, oh. Brian, what, what were your guys' first thoughts about watching it? It was the first time. Obviously, I've seen it a lot, but what did you guys think? I, so so for me obviously it was confusing at first because for me I, it's my first time but literally at the end everything was starting to pitch me. like it was kind of like okay like what the fuck like this guy like just shot this fucking grandma on sight <laughs> almost <laughs> killed the cat pull, dude pull, pulled out the strap and said fucking it's your time <laughs> <laughs> and uh then, and, but the thing that fucked me up more was when he shot the cop cars and they fucking exploded and I was just like duh what, what year was this movie made because there's no ain't, 80s ain't there, enough. Ain't enough. there's no 80s attire fucking going on here he, like you know fucking he, even when he shot at it he was like looking at the gun like there's yeah, no was, way that happened even confused himself and then just in peace to the re- the receptionist, dude, the front desk guy, no, and, and also the um the janitor. Oh, yeah, the janitor. Yeah, the, the janitor comes out of the elevator, when, when and then he, he goes to the revolving door, and he comes back around and shoots him. <laughs> yeah, and then he goes back outside. I was telling you guys, just like when he walks out, it was just like imagine he just walks back and then he just shoots him, and then he doesn't. I was like, wait, what the fuck? We'll, we'll get into the theme a little more later, but I kind of just want to mention it right now. Uh, one of like. The un- well, not underlying, because the more you watch it, the more you realize it's like everyone and everything. It's like it's so similar to each other that there's always like cases for mistaken identity, or like they just they just assume everything's the same and like they get confused themselves. When he actually enters the first, uh, uh, I guess building at first, and the guy calls him Mr. Smith, but before he calls him that. He like even looks at the building like he's confused because he was in the wrong building. Yeah, and it's like all the buildings look exactly the like. Exactly the same because when he when he goes on the, I think it's on the second building. Yeah. So yeah, which is his back, building. I was looking at, I was like, wait, what the fuck? Like he just he was just there not that long ago. And he was almost gonna kill that guy, but then he was like, oh no, wait, I'm at I'm at the right building. So he brought out the pen and wrote. Crazy. What about you, Chris? Um, what do you think? So, my my thoughts on the movie was. I, I told you this earlier. It was a little too ambiguous, the ending. I don't know. It was just like, I, I feel like I needed answers. But like overall, I thought the movie was good. My initial thought of the movie was just like another like, you know, psycho killer coming out. And that's why people like the movie. Like the people like people like the movie because it was just about like some guy killing people. But I didn't know there was like an underlying tone, which really surprised me. So yeah, it's, a good, it's, a, it's a good thing I didn't see this movie during work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of sex scenes and like a lot of screaming a lot of boobies a lot of yiddies <laughs> but yeah I, I thought the movie was good it's just not for me that's that's what i have to say no yeah of course it really isn't it's a it's very niche like the people who will like it i feel like sometimes people will be like oh you know um this is a horror movie it's american psycho the yeah, guy yeah i thought it was gonna be like some sort of horror movie and stuff like that it, it I literally thought it was gonna be like a, a like a like not not like Michael Myers or like you know but like something along the line like something like like a slasher. Yeah, for the most part, yeah, because I I do remember seeing uh, the two scenes always posted up everywhere like on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, where the um he uh chops uh what's his name head off Paul Allen Paul Allen head and then he kills Christy with a uh with a fucking chainsaw. Yeah, I always seen those scenes before, so I seen those scenes before. So I, from those, I just got the context, like, oh, it's a slasher movie, you know? Like, it's just going to be him going around killing people, you know? Which also kind of leads me just to the to the idea that it's kind of funny. It's like, with anything that's, like, older, it tends to make its rounds again on internet and social media. We've been seeing a, I've been seeing a bunch of American Psycho memes lately, actually. I honestly haven't. I, well, 
it must be tailored to my liking. Then I, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I, as far as I know, I, I like I said, I seen the scene where he chops uh, Paul Allen's head off. Yeah, I seen it like yeah. multiple times, and I seen the when he's chasing Crystal out of outside of his apartment, uh, outside Paul Allen's apartment. So I seen those two scenes. For me, it, like I I seen them a lot because of Tumblr. Oh um, yeah, a lot of like just just general fucking candid pictures and shit or like the pictures that like i have on my instagram exactly like you know the fucking drip the drip know? with the cigar and, and um but yeah it's true i i saw majority of it <coughs> as far as for uh for memes especially that you know which one i'm talking about yeah i know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> why, why not you stupid bastard <laughs> <laughs> um and that encouraged me more to see it but it, um I think the overall gesture of um, him being a, actually a, a, a working man. Nine to five. Nine to five. And psychotic. Aren't we all? <laughs> we all. We're all a little bit crazy. Just, mm-hmm. just a tad bit. Just a tad bit. Hey, Chris, why don't you turn over there real quick and uh, let me play some Phil Collins for you. <laughs> as, I, as I pull out this fucking nail gun. Um, so my first experience with this movie, um, a long time ago, we used to have cable in the household and they would always show the movie, but every time that I would catch it, it was always the ending scene. And I would, and I would always be like, damn, that's a really interesting movie, but I never watched it fully until maybe like a couple years, like not a couple years ago, maybe like, uh, like the early 2010s. And I saw it like the first time and I was like, damn, this is cool. I liked it a lot. The first, like my initial take on it. And then I just kind of watched it over and over. And then it is based off of a book. And I was telling like Chris and Brian that actually I haven't even finished the book. And I have like two copies of it. Have you have you even started the book? <laughs> I started book? it. Okay, okay. Just making sure. Just making sure. Cause I, don't, you, you didn't, I know you said you never finished it, but like you never told us if you actually ever started it. Oh, no, yeah. Uh, or like, you know how like there's those instances where it's like, oh, don't read the book, watch the movie, or don't, wa- or don't watch the movie, read the, the book, book first. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'd rather the watch, book, the movie. watch the movie. Yeah, I just watch the movie, dude. <laughs> I say myself sometimes. If I'm, if I'm that much intrigued, I'll fucking read the book. Yeah, I, I've actually had the, the opposite reaction where, like, uh, my teacher in my sophomore English class was like, read the book, but don't watch the movie first. When you the book was a clockwork orange. And you know what? I read the book and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And then I watched the movie and I was like, I, I cannot, like, I can't stand this. Because, like, they use a specific language in the book and in the movie. And I just think it translated more or it translated more better. It translated better in the book. But anyway, back to American Psycho. Uh, well, can I, can I, oh, yeah, can go I for uh, touch up on that? I think the difference between the book and the movie, you use your own imagination. So you get an image that obviously you're going to like versus the movie it's like visually there and it's like you might not agree with the vision that you had with the book so i i think that's just my like consensus with it that's pretty deep but i like that like you, you get what i'm trying to say yeah because like you like you said you, you have to use your imagination for the book but for like the like the movie like when most movies don't have uh, most movies aren't ambiguous but they've kind of already created like oh this is what's happening you can't imagine anything else it, it's kind of like if, if, if before we move on it's kind of like um how like in halo r.i.p i terrible. swear to god <laughs> every time with this dude in halo. <laughs> Ter- well, the, okay in the game he never takes off his helmet so it's like you you have to imagine how he looks like with his helmet oh, obviously there, there's some like little scenes that they show him as a kid so you know you already know how kind of he looks like but in the tv show they just like it, it just I, I just didn't feel like it matched but uh, that's beyond this but all right let's continue no i agree i agree but yes american psycho came out in the year 2000 directed by mary heron who didn't really direct too many more movies after this but a couple that she made were called i shot andy warhol the notorious betty page and the moth diaries none of which i've seen or heard but i definitely like american psycho obviously would you, would you say would you take it to a seal approval for it, the movie? Absolutely. That's, that's the Milo seal of approval. Did, didn't the, didn't the, the, the actual author didn't like how she directed it, though? 
Uh, I'm not too sure about um, that. Not too no. much. Because no. in the book, it's ambiguous too. Well, I think what he said is that like he would have rather have his audience read the book than watch oh, the oh, movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's uh, something along those lines. So like, he, you can find he, it. He actually movie. said. It wasn't meant to be a movie. Yeah, he, yes. But he yeah. actually said he's like, nah, fuck this book. She's like, it's stupid as fuck. No, but it's because <laughs> it's like, it, like you know, in books, there's always ambiguous ending where you're like, oh, that probably happened, that probably happened. But then in the movie, it's kind of like, for a movie that's just like, that a standalone film, it doesn't really work too well. And even like the, like Mary said, that, no, it, you're not meant to think that it's like a, an ambiguous, yeah, an ominous ending. It's like, no, it's it's happened, you know? Everything that happened in the movie, he actually did. Well, but, I, yeah. It's, it's like... Uh, <laughs> I know. I, you I, I disagree. It's like, it's like, how do you say that afterwards? After fucking... Like, that whole scenario that just happened. Yeah, at the very end, I had dinner with him 10 days ago, and it's like, so... You, you put that in the movie. You, you basically gave like a hint of like, oh, he's going crazy. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. You know, you're, 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 you put that in the movie and then you're going to come out and say, no, everything that he did happen. What? I mean, I, I don't know. No, I remember when we were watching like the director's cut or like the scene and she said that and I remember I heard you like, oh my God. I mean, dude, it doesn't make sense, but whatever. You know, she's a director. That's how you know that directors don't read the book. Oh, Imagine she didn't just raw dog did you're like, huh? They did that with Halo. <laughs> if, if she, yeah, they did. <laughs> no, they really did. They so really sad. did. They really did. Um, IMDB has this down as its bio being a wealthy New York City investment banking executive, Patrick Bateman, hides his alternate psychopathic ego from his coworkers and friends as he delves deeper into his violent hedonistic fantasies. Yeah. Oh, you mean Patrick? Yakeman, <laughs> Patrick Batman. I'm tapped in though after seeing like. Hey, can we can we just appreciate how minimal he is? Right, dude. Yeah, Super the white, minimal. the white apartment, the silver appliances, that, that rich contrast, the rich, <laughs> rich contrast. I would have thought his apartment would have been bigger, dude. Oh, he's a single it's guy. It's weird. Oh, no, never mind. He's not single. <laughs> for, for what's his name? Paul, Paul Allen's when they say like, oh, like this is a much more beautiful. Yeah, it, was like, it was a nicer apartment. Yeah. Uh, it, and and it, his, it overlooks the, the park. Yeah. That, I think that's just really it. It's just the, the, the choice of like where it is and how it looks like. But dude, I just thought it was like, that's an ugly ass apartment. I kind of like fucking. I, I know you would like Patrick. Yeah. Because <laughs> he has like all the. All like the posters on the walls, and I'm like, bro, you've had posters like that in your room before, of little girl. Bro, so minimal. Uh, so we got Christian Bale as Patrick Bateman, a yuppie who tries to fit in and stand out while slowly beginning to go into psychosis. We have Willem Dafoe as Detective Donald Kimble, the man tasked with the investigation of the disappearance of Paul Allen. Jared Leto as Paul Allen, another yuppie at Patrick's firm who I guess Patrick feels threatened by. Yeah. Reese Witherspoon as Evelyn Williams, Patrick's fiance, and Chloe Savigny as Jean, Patrick's secretary. So I, there's kind of a lot of pretty star-studded actors in this movie. I feel like yeah. I, I know like three of them like if he would have, like, you know, who was that girl again? It was, um... Reese Witherspoon? Yeah, like, I, I didn't but know who she was. She was. I don't know, I don't know who she is, but, like... Legally like, Blonde. <laughs> Willem Dafoe, uh, Jared Leto, and then, um... I was still surprised seeing Jared Leto in that fucking movie. I was like, wait, what? How? how? What? What year is this? Super young. <laughs> For it real. Looks, it's crazy seeing no him beard. that young. No beard. Whatsoever. Short hair. Short hair. And even Willie, uh, Willem Dafoe looks really young. It's kind of crazy. Uh, oddly young, bro. Like, what the fuck? He plays in the Passion of the Christ. Oh yeah, I know. Or one of those movies. The oh, Temptation yeah, of the, the, the the Temptation of Jesus Christ, I think. It, I, I don't remember the name exactly, but it was something along. Yeah, I think I think uh, uh, Martin Scorsese directed. Yeah, that. it was in know. the eighties. Yeah, in the eighties. Yeah. Um. So yeah, when I mean, we were kind of mentioning earlier, it's kind of like a, a DC slash Marvel crossover in this movie because we got Christian Bale who later goes on to play Batman, Willem Dafoe who later goes where, on to play the Green where Goblin. Is <laughs> Where's Rachel? Rachel. And then we have Jared Leto. Morbius time. And <laughs> no, fuck, morbid. Joker who I mean his 
I don't think we don't have to say anything. His performance as Joker is very questionable. <laughs> and then even then, people out here didn't like Morbius well, or they. Oh, they, dude, they, they hate it. They, <laughs> they yeah, just I heard joke. it was really bad. I, I haven't seen it, but that's what I. I haven't necessarily heard that it was bad. I heard it was just too short, and they tried to like put too much into a short amount of time. I so, just heard it was so Spider-Man Three. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. Fuck, that is true. No, but I feel like because he like people didn't enjoy his Joker performance. I feel like people didn't already want to like it. Like so, they went into the movie seeing like, oh, it's gonna be bad. So it just kind of formed like what they were gonna think about it. <laughs> and then they're the 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 joke has gone too far that they feel like they people <laughs> like it. And that they're gonna make another one. <laughs> they're like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> it, it, they're asking for more Morbius. It's just weird because it's like in the M, it's in the MCU, so it's like, damn. Now we kind of have to continue it with him or kill him off in some way. Exactly. Uh, so right now we're gonna go into some of the scenes. When uh, honestly, there's a lot of scenes that I love. Um, so my first favorite scene that stands out to me is the intro monologue with him doing his routine. I think that's just a fucking amazing scene like to build up the classical music in the background you kind of get a little peek into his mind and it's kind of funny hearing it because most of it is just him saying his routine yeah which by the way guys what's your guys's morning routine bro i just wake up and get ready bro. And go to work. <laughs> oh god I, the first the first thing and the most important thing is taking that morning mighty shit oh okay oh, yeah that's true that's that's absolutely true <laughs> i do the same that's right just get I, up straight to the restroom honestly i don't wake up early enough to have enough time to do anything other than like brush my teeth put my clothes put the order and take a shit and go to work <laughs> oh god I, I literally wake up like 30 minutes before work and then i have 15 minutes to get there nah. for <laughs> me like i'll wake up like i'll have like three alarms set i'll i'll have like one where it's like okay if i wake up here i'll have enough time to take that morning shower along with fucking uh proper shit why know? wouldn't you shit before showering well i mean obviously in between you know <laughs> but uh um, because i'll usually like when, like my morning shit is like you know okay you, you don't you don't need to go talking, into it we get it we're, talk, we're, we're talking we're talking 20 minutes <laughs> you know balls deep in that bitch <laughs> no, i'm just kidding um but i mean at the average i'm like when i my refresher is like at least like probably like 30 minutes at the tops 30 minutes i guess it's different uh, for me because i don't work mornings all the time i work mornings like a couple of days out yeah, of the week you don't work in you don't work a nine to five job <laughs> so i don't think this movie well, really relates to going? you 9 a.m <laughs> 9 a.m dude I, I wish i could go 9 a.m but, but I, I still do what you do i like we just wake up 30 minutes before kind of like wash my face brush my teeth and then just go I mean, I, I still wish I, I miss, I miss having to work from home, bro. Just five minutes, no traffic. Five minutes. <laughs> Me from the bed to the room. Boom! I just sleep in my chair. And that's it. I'm at work. My traffic was that I live. I work. I live like five minutes away from work. <laughs> and I'll still make it late sometimes. <laughs> get late, like what? Oh, oh there's heavy traffic that. on the way over here. <laughs> Uh, so the next scene, which I I see, well, I mean, I know Chris probably haven't seen it meme, but the business card scene. Now that is the meme. That that itself is the meme. So yeah, you could literally insert anything in that like business card. I remember there was like a Magic the Gathering fucking like. I saw a cat pictures one. Cat pictures. There's like the fucking like the the meme of like the fucking trolls and shit. There's like a bunch of things. It is so funny though, it's like kind of going back to like the whole theme of not really standing out. It's like they all try to have different business cards, but they all look exactly the same if you like just take a quick glance of it at, at it. Because they all say the same. Apparently, they're all vice presidents where they work but, at. But what's weird, what trips me out is that why have only one card? I think I think that was their personal card. Yeah, I think that's just their personal card. Yeah, yeah. That's just, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Paul Allen gives one to uh, Bryce. Get to Bryce. Yeah. yeah, but they only carry one card as a business. Oh, man. okay. I, I guess you're supposed to carry like at least like ten or like twenty of them in your shit. Dude, I seen people who carry a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Like that's that's why they're so cheap. But that's, I'm just kind of like, why do they only have one? Well, I, I bet you, 
their business card is part of my down payment. <laughs> <laughs> For my car their, or quote, their quote is, is your down payment. <laughs> Honestly. I remember when I saw this movie, as you can imagine, I wanted to get a business card. But it's like, for what? I don't even have a professional job. Yeah, you do. What? Um, Milo on the weekends. You know? Milo you, on the weekends? You, you hire him to be your friend. Working on the weekends, like usual. There's a funny uh, kind of happenstance in the business card for the like where they work at. Uh, yeah. It says mergers and acquisitions and acquisitions. Acquisitions is spelled wrong. Really? It's, it, they spell it AQ, but it's ACQ. And all of their cards have that same mistake. What the hell? Yeah. Was that like just a typo from one of the like props? Probably, yeah, yeah. More than likely, like the yeah. They, 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 like, they fucked it up, and then, or, like, whoever was doing their profits, like, damn, how do you spell acquisitions? <laughs> okay, this, uh, this seems have, right. They didn't have spell check when they were making their shit. <laughs> on the typewriter? <laughs> <laughs> but there, no, there might have been computers. It was, it, it was filmed in 2000, or it came out in 2000, but it was based in the late 80s. Um, next scene... The second monologue where he's having a spa day and he kind of just like, like admits like I don't know what's like there's something going on inside of me and that's when he like I think that's the point he breaks and he just kind of starts saying like fuck it and just kind of it's it, it almost seems like at that point he just like wants to get caught for everything that he's doing and then like that's when he starts doing things in public or like just saying things like just openly being, like admitting things rowdy basically yeah, he does say that his bloodlust is about to uh, is about to come back. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah he starts saying that you know he's he's wanting he's anxiously waiting to fucking kill again you know and, but it's so weird like it doesn't really tell his motives as to why he's killing he's just obviously he's getting pleasure out of it but you know there's there's not really a a Joker origin story. This know? is his Joker origin story. Oh, fuck. I think he's just tired of being exactly like everyone else. And he's like, it's like, uh, it's like that video we were watching uh, about the three people in the room. Oh, the, the room they're in is hell? Yeah. So it's yeah. like his personal hell is the fact that he's exactly the same as everyone else. And he oh. just wants to escape it. Um, I don't, I, my, my take on it was it was just, it just been mentally unstable and like and then other than that like just enjoy the, the aren't we killing. all i mean i don't go that far i have to think so too that he has been uh going into a psychosis for some time now because they only show it a couple times but he is taking medication but it doesn't say what yeah that's true he is taking medication it's but it it they don't show it right away they only show it like when he kills Paul Allen and then at the end when he's like kind of like uh, oh when he's having the panic attack and he kills the whole bottle with the pills as he's calling Dude, Jane. he just fucking destroys it, man. I was like, what the fuck? I was, I'm, I'm, I was like, this bro's about to fucking be and, and he still walks into the fucking room all calm. I was like, bro, it's just not gonna... Oh, but then he starts shooting so, the uh, pills yeah. too, bro. Uh, for, just for our viewers, bro, who, they don't know what psychosis is. It's a severe mental disorder which, uh, which thought and emotions are so so impaired that contact is lost with, with uh, external reality. So it's just basically you lose touch of reality. He also has a... Um, he's very narcissistic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very. Don't touch the watch. And oh, then, yeah. And then, and then when he's having sex with the two girls, he's like flexing in the mirror, looking at himself. For real, bro. <laughs> and can we just admire how like buff Patrick Bateman is? I mean, how Christian Bale is in this movie? Oh, Patrick Bateman. Bateman. He's like so <laughs> built in this movie. Uh, he is, dude. He's shredded. He's pretty shredded. I don't know if you guys have seen any of his other movies but he's known for drastically having weight changes yeah that's acting yeah what like he plays as a machinist I think oh dude yeah yeah and like he looks so much like he starves himself he so much weight like like ribs skinny ribs skinny and then uh, I haven't seen that movie though but I have seen pictures of it yeah me too it's a pretty good movie and then doesn't he also does another movie where he's like a biker game I don't know. Let me fact check that real quick. But there's another. Either it was him or another actor. Enhanced <laughs> image. So, so um, <laughs> he uh, he's like getting an interview, but he's playing as the role. 
And so, like, he's being a dick. He's getting drunk on the interview. Because, like, he's, you know, method acting. He's, like, taking I'm that role. Serious. I'm not too sure. Let me, let me look that up. But, but yeah, like, it's crazy, dude. There's another, like, and then, like, like kind of similarly, but, like, on the opposite side, he's he there's movies that he's come out where he's gained, like, a lot of weight. Like, there's, uh... There's one that he oh American Hustle. It starts like Bradley Cooper, and he has like a thick gut. Like he has like yeah, he's like not he's not fat, but like for how he typically is. That average dad bod. Yeah, basically. Okay. And then there's a there's a movie that he plays I think Al Gore. And like he's like huge, you know, because Al Gore was like a little on the heavier side. He's a big boy. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Um, some of them, some other scenes that I really like and I guess we'll kind of talk about them together because it's like they're essentially the same thing just different music uh, so the first one is uh, when Patrick explaining Huey, the Huey Lewis album to Paul and then killing them oh uh, yeah 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 and then he say this <laughs> <laughs> is a really bad spot to say this but uh, I think uh, what's his name the, the investigator says that uh, he doesn't like listening to certain traits Oh yeah, and uh, and, and it's weird because like he kind of just looks at him and just kind of like, oh, oh, okay. I think he catches him off, off, uh, off guard because he basically shows him the album that he was showing Paul Allen, and he just kind of gets like, oh shit, am I yeah. caught or like what happened, you know? Like what's this? What's this right here, huh? And then uh, yeah, that killing scene so it, it's kind of funny, you know, and it's just it's, it's entertaining like for his first kill, or that we know of. He just freaking axes him, and yeah. then he, he just starts yelling at him about try getting a reservation at Dorcia now. <laughs> and then like, and then he just like sits down and turns on his cigar, just sits there all cool looking. It's crazy. I think what 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 I find more crazy is is that, let's say that you know obviously he didn't kill those people. How well he paints the image of how his room is. That's very true. And then he's also kind of like, uh, he's like really obsessed with serial killers. So I feel like he wants to be like them. So he kind of like models his way of killing people after them. He's like trying to kill them in like the more, in the most bizarre ways ever. Like with an axe, a chainsaw, a nail gun. He's trying to do all these things. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a quickly point out that nail gun. Whoever fucking scripted that, it's fucking stupid. Yeah, I know, right? Because you do, <laughs> I let you know that you need a fucking compressor. Yeah, that's, 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 what, that's what I was going to say when we were watching it. I wanted to say that, but then I was like, nah, I don't want to be the guy that's like, what's the worst of too bad for the That's uh, fucking hilarious. Just <laughs> logically speaking, turning on the fucking compressor, being all loud and shit. <laughs> and it's like, can you, can you just stay over there real quick? Don't mind me fucking having this roof nail gun over here just smacking her on the head with it <laughs> and then the other thing that i was talking about uh when he's talking to the two girls about phil collins and then back to back like having a threesome with them back to, back. to Su- studio boy right there Su- studio i really like that it's, and then it's like so funny like i had just mentioned uh he's just straight flexing flexing on them straight flexing man just, just look at himself in the mirror and just, just look up, look at me. Built, oh. fucking built different. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just shakes it. <laughs> and then, uh, the, I mean, I feel like all the scenes I like are the ones where people are getting killed, but, uh, well, I mean, that's all that really happens in the movie. Yeah. Uh, I think what, the one Chris, yeah. Chris really hates is just the one with the chainsaw. <laughs> Why? Because he, he was wondering how it hit her. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, I could look. I could understand if it hit a rail, and it fucking like. And, it, and then wouldn't it be top heavy because of like where you hold it? It would just be yeah, swinging more. It would be swinging more. But actually, that's the that's but the, the thing that's stupid is is that it was, shouldn't have impaled her from the side. Yeah. Nonetheless, I don't think it impaled her. Yes, it did. It did. It, <laughs> it was, was like, in her. Oh, okay. I was thinking like head off. And like head I probably would have like, like, like sliced her pretty good. But well, like, all I know like... is chainsaws can cut through skin as well. They get the oh yeah, the, the uh, <laughs> machines get caught in the flesh, so it doesn't pull anymore. Oh, so that oh, yeah, I have cut, I've, I've cut like trees and shit to the point where like it does get stuck. So if yeah. you can imagine when it gets hit, when it hits a fucking solid bone. Oh god. Yeah, I mean. Oh the, the, damn! The, fuck. The reason why I know this is because uh, 
they were like analyzing How do you the, know the Chainsaw Massacre. Oh. And you know the scene where like um he's cutting through the uh through the uh sheets when he was chasing the girl, I think, or the guy. Oh yeah, like outside of the yeah, laundry. or chasing the guy, yeah. Um, somebody was saying like someone was analyzing it and saying like, see, like if you would have tried to cut, uh, try to cut like cloth, it would get, no, it would get stuck. yeah, because you know how like it rotates around and around, it yeah. would have got caught and it would have just stopped working there and then. Yeah, and it's same busted. thing with flesh. And same thing with flesh. Like when you're trying to cut the leg, like it's not like a, an a inst- clean cut. Yeah, it's not an instant slice. But I mean, I could kind of say I understand because he dropped him from a from a high, uh, like. Like I, altitude. Yeah, so then it's dropping. It's gonna obviously impale the person. But where it landed is where I disagree. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, that's not the main critical. I mean, that is being very critical. But you know, that, that was a uh, that was the next thing that I was gonna talk about, and Chris just completely destroyed it. But thank you. I agree though. <laughs> uh, uh, moving on now. <laughs> the next scene is the uh, the killing spree in the city, and then leading to the confession. Yeah, the 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 killing spree was uh it was kind of cool. It kind of just uh set the set the the overall boundaries of like what the movie was about, and you could obviously tell like you know like okay, <laughs> there's Some, a lot, something's going on. <laughs> there's a lot of things that he just did that, that aren't logically and fucking physically possible. <laughs> yeah, they were saying how like like it's never implied that he's like Why a. Not, you stupid man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like not implied that he's a sharpshooter but somehow becomes a sharpshooter out of nowhere like with the gun that has like a bunch of bullets too sh- i know how just a bunch of bullets but, but that's any other movie yeah. any other movie that just fucking over exaggerates with how many fucking bullets the one fucking glock gun has and it's like fucking 20 of them it's like bitch that was, not that one only. That was like <laughs> it was way more obviously um the way I view that that scene was kind of like a send off for himself because he he thought he was gonna get caught and he like he felt like he was gonna get caught so then he was like well it's gonna end it's all gonna end so he just went out and came wait first of all he started going crazy second of all he thought he was gonna get caught so he, that's why he did it you know and then he admits to the lawyer yeah, I think I think that was like his uh I guess I, re- I really love how he actually talked to the to the fucking losing his mind yeah he's like fucking crying he's sweating then he's like well yeah yeah like he's sweating but then he gets happy then he gets like absolutely insane then he starts crying again and then he just like maniacally just like you know yeah i fucking did it you know like it's so like like he did really good on executing those roles like i think that was meant to be like the the best representation of how his mind is you know it's like he's like freaking losing his mind every one of them fucking emotions started hitting (laughs) at once uh the pills started peaking (laughs) oh those 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 perks Um, (laughs) those perks were hitting differently that day (laughs) i like i like i like the little quote that he hit at the end like like this whole confession to me nothing Oh, at the end uh, of the movie, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was like it was like damn, like perfect, perfect execution right there. But um, so that, well, that's one of my that's like part of my only favorite scene. I, it was really like a lot of it was sorry, Milo. No, I'm not taking offense there. And anyone who likes American Psycho, the movie, <laughs> the trash. whole the whole movie felt very generic. You know? I think it was it was meant to it, well. I mean, I guess you can consider it like a satire. I I did like his the, like the progression of how crazy he was going as the day went by and for the most part like it felt very generic it was just like you know like oh it felt, I'll kill someone I'll kill someone now that I think of it like it felt like a really short movie it kind of is if you think about it I it think is. I think like he doesn't kill the first person until like 30 minutes in and that's already like a third of the movie yeah, yeah it was the lady who was walking right oh that's true no yeah that's true yeah yeah does he kill her it never yeah. like yeah he killed her okay. oh yeah cause her head was in the no, 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 because he had a head in a fridge. I don't know, because when he's killing Christy, there's like a red, there's like two bodies in the closet and one in the bathroom. Uh, I don't know at what point. Rest in peace to the homeless guy, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, he killed the homeless guy, <laughs> yeah. too. And the dog, he killed the fucking dog, he bro. The dog, bro. Not, he not just good boy. stomped on it. Not the good boy. Uh, and then, oh, yeah, Chris was saying the final monologue is also one of my favorites. That's like another. Yeah, that was a really good well written. means nothing. It's, it's just executed so cool and uh like so leading up to it he, he actually goes to talk to the lawyer in person and then he like, like the, the best part the biggest like 
mistaken identity like crisis plot twist too yeah plot, another fucking how many of them are there but the lawyer's like oh that was a funny joke and then he was like like you know the only the only fatal flaw was that you said patrick bateman and that guy's a loser he would never do something like that and then at that point he's just like damn i'm patrick bateman. there's nothing i could do or say for these people to like believe me and then see you should have shot him oh in front of everyone in front of everyone and then just say then be like how much of a loser is he now that's true he doesn't really besides paul allen that could have really been kind of cool like a really cool twist where he's just like oh he didn't do it but then now he does do it kills his friends kills so walking phoenix joker joker yeah because that, that's what, like people didn't believe him and then he kills what's his name i forgot what his name was uh uh robert de niro's character yeah the, the uh, tv show host yeah then he kills him and now everyone's like oh, you get fuck. what you deserve did you see they're coming out with the second part of that are they really and guess what what it's gonna be a musical Maybe that's what it. It, it might be a musical. Be. <laughs> I swear to God, that's I'm not I fucking it. hate musicals. I just saw something that said uh, that they're trying to. They might get like Lady Gaga like to come out in it, but that, and then it says like, that's oh, it might it. be a musical. It's a fucking rap. <laughs> I mean, Lady Gaga is a good actor. Like, she's, she's, she's a good singer she's a good too. Actor. Shit. Uh, the Stars Born was a really good movie. Um, we're gonna get that. I like. Well, well sorry. Go ahead, Brian. Uh, I think uh, the one when you said that how each and every one was represented, it was a representation, I guess, of him, right? Like everyone kind of acted the same way, were the same way, and and it was in correlation to uh, what, what is that uh, one movie that uh, hell, hell and uh, everyone in hell or something like that? Oh, the the the, the, the hell, the room was the hell, room was the hell. That one? Oh, start, uh, uh, no no exit or something like that. Yeah. Like it's 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 pictured into that, right? Like yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the, the thing at the end, uh, that where it says, uh, "This is not an exit." That's exactly a homage to that. Like there is no exit, you know. And then there's like a no exit, on like behind him when he's sitting and shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's Crazy. like he's in the, he's in his own personal hell where he could do no wrong because everyone's so caught up in like their own their own world. And they're just they obsessed with themselves, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, so we should probably get into the deeper meaning of the movie now. We can do that. Or unless you have the that line. The deeper meaning. You have that lined up. No, well, we could talk, we could talk about it now. We just talked about some scenes. But I was, before that, I was going to ask you, well, like Chris already kind of alluded to about the final scene. What what was your favorite scene, Brian? I think uh, for my favorite scene was just... It's still the meme part. Cause, <laughs> the cause, business card? I, but, but it's not because of that. It's just like... You could tell, like, how wrong he was and just, like, trying to paint the images just like, dude, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I killed them. Like, I killed all of them. Like, I did all of this shit. And then the lawyer is, like, the only one that, like, heard everything, heard everything and fucking, like, it's literally, and, and the part where what's dope is that what he says is just, like, I was with Paul Allen in London. White. White. Ate dinner with him twice. Yeah, okay. Ate dinner, ate dinner with, him with him twice. twice. And then, because uh, th- because before that, he's speaking with Willem, you know, Willem Dafoe, and he's just like, you know, maybe he did win a Olympics, you know, maybe he want to go, you know, do his stuff. It's so funny though, because like when he's talking to Willem Dafoe's character, he basically, so it's like go- he's not even trying to tri- like guilt trip him. Basically, but like the guy who Paul Allen was mistaking Patrick for, Marcus Albrechtstrom. Apparently, Willem Dafoe interviews him and said that he was with Paul, with uh, Patrick Bateman that night. So it's like the person who was supposed to be him actually had dinner with him, but it's like they he never actually had dinner with him. But it's like yeah. it's like it, it kind of goes back to this whole like melding of identities where it's like nobody knows who. The trip is is like he actually goes to lunch with him because most most investigators wouldn't do that because it's kind of just like. Bro, I'm trying to investigate you because you, obviously you're a lead to something that has happened. I, so I, it's like it's kind of taking it as like a friend, like, like oh, he's a cool dude. So. Yeah, that's true, actually. I, and which actually kind of leads me to a, uh, something I saw. There, so he meets with Donald Kimball, uh, Willem Dafoe's character, three times, and it kind of progresses. Where the first one, he's really suspicious of Patrick Bateman, 
the second time he's not really sure and then the, at the end where he's like completely convinced that it wasn't him yeah and that i'm pretty sure that's why it kind of leads to that lunch you know it's just like oh he's, he, he, yeah, oh, he's just a regular dude and he's like the only he's the only person shown really eating in the movie which is kind of exactly. weird um but yeah the theme well i mean chris go, so, go um, start us off from from the director, I believe, and the, the writer, the theme about the movie was that it was like being put up in our own little world where, like, we're so obsessed with, like, what we want and what we need. And that's how we get such, we get a detached from reality. And so, even though, like, it might not show it indirectly, it was very prominent in the movie where, like, you know, about his watch or, like, don't touch his suit because you're going to crumple it up and it's this brand. What restaurant are we going to? Yeah, to, to, like, so to hold, like, this small as a business card where, like, because Patrick was getting mad that, like, they have better uh, better business cards than him. Yeah. And he was mad that Paul, Paul Allen had a way better one than they, um, Paul they, Allen was just way better than him. Yeah, and then like, he couldn't he couldn't stand that. And then what's his name? Uh, the, the dude who was like in love with uh Patrick, uh, Lewis. Lewis, and then Lewis got a better one, and he got upset, and he was gonna kill him. Uh, and then he's like, I'm not right here. I've been waiting this for a long time. I've been waiting for this long as that. I was like, all right. So, like, crying. yeah, like, it, 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 <laughs> it, 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 it talks about, like, people just being stuck stuck in their own little world and getting touched from reality with what really matters. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, if you you guys could see it in the movie yourself. All these guys look exactly the same. They do, bro. They do. And then, like, even, like, uh, when Paul Allen first mistakes them for somebody else, he was like, oh, Marcus works at the same firm and does the same exact thing I do. Who also wears the same suits as me and the same glasses. We have this, we go to the same hairdresser except I have a slightly better haircut. And then when they actually show him, they look exactly the same. They have the same glasses. They all wear the same glasses and suits. And yeah. then even when that other guy Marcus is like talking to two other guys, those two guys look exactly, exactly the same. same so it's like it's just like a a melding of identities because it's. They all have the same interests. They all do the same thing. They're all interested in the same things, and it's like. When I go to work, I'm gonna make sure that I'm looking at everybody, and if they have the same drip, I'm probably going to psycho. You probably. Oh yeah, (laughs) really good way to put it. Someone gets NMDs. You're gonna be like that picture where it's like the guy's like, I'm just making, I'm just making sure I don't fit in. (laughs) Right. Oh, 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 what, what? Do you have any comments about? Well, obviously, Brian just saw it. Well, I mean, they both saw it the first time, but I think Chris had a little more understanding of it. But what about you, Brian? What are you trying to say? Fucking dumb as fuck over here? Exactly. Yeah, true. <laughs> no, not at all. But I, I want to see, uh, from your point of view, having seen it only one time. He's just a dude being a regular dude. You know? <laughs> That's not what regular dudes do. I don't know. Maybe you're going crazy. You know, you know, it's just like us guys, guys being dudes, you know? Just working a nine to five, trying to get through it. Working a nine to five, you know, sometimes you got to cap a bitch, you know, you just got to do it, you know? <laughs> um, no, I think uh, it, it, it paints a good image of just like, you know, you can really lose yourself in this world if you're really just after after for what you, what, what you want. You like know? your wants and needs. Your wants and needs. Or more exactly. wants, I guess, in this situation. More wants and needs, you know, and uh, uh, it, it, it also helps out, like, you know, the, the different emotions that you can see in one person, you know, and seeing that, like, you know, all those emotions hit them, you know, in a bad way. <laughs> and it's, like, the fact that, well, I mean, we don't know what anyone else is going through, but that's, like, a whole other movie, but it's, like, how do we know that other people aren't going through what he's going through, you know? Exactly. You know. He's just only, he became too aware. He, he, he was, he was what you say, woke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Back in the time of the first woke person. Just woke, woke brothers. Wearing the fucking, uh, what is that, that, that meme, the African cap? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the cap is, but yeah. Um, <laughs> we must, we must stay focused, my brothers. <laughs> um... So we're going to get into some favorite quotes. Um, well, the first one is like probably like, like when, he, when he goes to eat with Paul Allen. Paul Allen's drunk and it's, this is like the first time that he kind of like tells somebody like something like this. He says, I like to dissect girls. Did you know I'm utterly insane? And, and then he takes it as a joke. Yeah, he, I don't even know. Actually, I don't think he hears them. 
He like completely. Oh yeah, because he's he's like super drunk. Yeah, he's super drunk. And then um, well I mean this kind of leads to the next quote when Paul Allen's back at his apartment and he kills him and then try getting a reservation at Dorothy and now you stupid bastard. Yeah. That part's funny. That part is funny. Because <laughs> it's just like funny. And it's funny because there's like a lot, well not a lot of scenes, but I feel like the darkness of the movie is really toned down a lot by the fact that there's music playing. So like uh, Huey Lewis in the news is playing as he kills Paul Allen. Yeah. Uh, when he's having sex with the two girls fucking go call him playing because <laughs> you know that he's gonna be carrying that baby later on and then even like when he's walking into the office on two occasions uh walking on sunshine plays in one of them <laughs> yeah, and sure. then when he's in his room uh lady in red <laughs> there's just like so much that's like toned down because it's like there's no way this guy's serious even like when the when he's making the two girls like make out with each other the girls are like, wait, you actually listen to Whitney Houston? And they you have just a Whitney laughing Houston? at it. Yeah. That's fucked up. That's me. That's, I don't want to. I don't want to. That's not what my, what my Spotify is for. Because <laughs> I'm going to be laughed at. Don't check my Spotify. I'm going to have to murder my friends. Uh, <laughs> I did my uh, playlist right now. Locked. <laughs> uh, no, and then actually before that, that inward, like the girls are laughing at him. He says, I don't want you to get drunk, but that's a very fine start and you're not drinking. And then even then, it's like, he he lets it known that like, oh, you're drinking an expensive wine, you know? So it's like, he's more worried about, he's more worried about that. Or when, like the first time he's with the the two, I guess like. You're, you're, you're letting that, that Chardonnay go to waste. <laughs> uh, oh, and then, I don't know, all these, I feel like all of these are like, scenes when he's about to kill people, but like when he's going to have the threesome, and he tells the girl, don't just stare at it, eat it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he makes the girl eat the other girl's ass. And then uh, just constantly throughout the movie, he's saying, I got to return some videotape because he's constantly making an alibi for himself. Yeah. And lastly. Like porn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, that, well, yeah, it probably is porn. I think the funny part for me was like when he's like fucking at the dryers or the cleaners, my bad. Dry cleaners, yeah. Yeah, the dry cleaners. And uh, <laughs> oh, like, that's how you know it's so stupid because it's like, um, now that I'm looking back, it's just like, bro, like that's a like how how are the people that are like cleaning that shit not questioning like that's blood? That's like literal blood. I'm pretty sure it smells like blood too. And it smells like blood. You can smell the iron out of that shit. And then her the the I think one of his worker friends just friend, looks yeah. at it just and it smells like what is that? And he's like cranberry juice, you know? And it's just like you know damn well if I was there. I was just like, yeah, 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 for sure. I would have picked up that motherfucking phone. I was like, I swear to God, this guy's, he's crazy. He's going to kill him. He's going to start killing soon. You got to catch him. Uh, and then uh, there's a scene where he's uh, in a club with Timothy Bryce. Hey. And he's talking to the model. We need to go to a club like that. Uh, an 80s club. You got to go back in oh, time. Fucking Chris is gonna blue be like, Monday. Oh, blue, I swear to fucking. Blue Monday. Blue Monday. That this, 80s bar. This this podcast was sponsored by Blue Monday. <laughs> um, and the last quote, quote, the last like short quote that I have, which is uh, when they're in the club and he says he's talking to the model, and she asks him, oh, Wait, does he even kill her? Yeah, he kills yeah. her. He does. Yeah, the next day he he has like a lock of her hair and he's playing with it. Oh. Hey. Yeah, and I think I think when um Jean goes in her house and she's uh he gets an ice cream for her. Her head's in the fridge. Oh yeah, that's oh, her head. It is her head. Oh. What'd she say? Then she says that uh you're gonna say it? Oh uh he says oh she says she asks him like, Oh what do you do? And he says, I'm into murders and executions mostly. But she mistakes it for oh I have friends who work as uh in mergers and acquisitions and they don't like it. So it's like and like he confesses but nobody's really listening to what he says like they just like or like there's like a mistake in like phrases and then she says do you think i'm dumb like those like those other oh yeah and i was (laughs) and then she fucking goes home with i was like yeah you a dumbass bitch i swear (laughs) to god (laughs) that bro that dude was giving mad killer vibes in the fucking club bro he's the guy that you should be worrying about (laughs) right it was the 80s. There was like no stranger danger back then. No, no, no. Is that true? I don't know if that's true. Well, not like that. I mean. Well, didn't stranger the 80s have prolific killers? 
You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta suspend your disbelief a little in this one. Charles Manson. Charles Manson. No, I don't think he was the eighties. No, he was in the eighties. No, bro, that was, that was like in the fucking seventies. Seventies or sixties? Late seventies. Yeah, it was in late seventies. Um, Charles Manson. <laughs> and then uh, I have three more quotes, but I'm not gonna go through all of them. But they're like the monologues that he has throughout the movie. So like, there's three of them. But I, I think uh, Chris probably liked the one at the end because that's probably like his favorite scene. Um, mine is at, at the beginning. And I'll just go ahead and say it since I'm only going to say the one. Um, there is an idea of a Patrick Bateman, some kind of abstraction, but there is no real me, only an entity, something illusory. And though I can hide my cold gaze and you can shake my hand and feel flesh gripping yours, and maybe you can even sense our lifestyles are probably comparable, I simply am not there. And that's, and that's in the beginning of the movie, right? Yeah, that's the yeah. first one. And I think that just kind of illustrates like, oh, we're going to go, we're going to get into some shit right now with this guy. And that's how he started killing a lot of people. Basically. Um, so now we're going to go into the, just some pretty interesting things that I found. Uh, during the shooting of the film, Christian Bale spoke in an American accent offset at all times. At the rap party, when he began to speak in his native Walsh accent, many of the crew thought he was speaking that way as an accent for another film. They had thought he was American throughout the entire shoot. Yeah. Dude, he actually—he was a really good. Uh, yeah, it was a really good American accent. Bro, he has a very thick, like, native accent. It's super thick. You would be like, "What the hell?" Yeah, I mean, I was like, cause I know he's a uh, from the Walsh Wells. Yeah, and then I was the, like, said it like, dude, like he has a good American accent. Like, it's really good, really good. It's it's amazing, honestly. Better than uh, what was that Tom Holland's accent, American accent. <laughs> um, during his big chainsaw scene. Christian Bale would happily hang out between takes wearing nothing but a sock over his penis and some tennis shoes. Wait, what? During that chainsaw scene, he would literally just hang out with his cock out in a sock. <laughs> but, I mean, was he was he rock hard or was that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's the answer I don't have. I don't know what he felt like. <laughs> he had to pop. He had to pop one of them rhino pills. <laughs> um. To block the three-way sex scene with two prostitutes, co-writer and director Mary Heron and Christian Bale watched X-rated tape. In her commentary, Heron says Male made six-figure drawings of the positions he thought would work best. Okay. So, so he made he basically like blocked the scenes where they wouldn't show as much. But yeah. like, like the, he 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 did that doing a six-figure drawing. Nice, nice. And, and then uh, I think Chris had actually mentioned this, where he thought Psycho was, oh no, uh, Base Motel was based off this. Yeah, no, I, I was told by a friend that Base Motel was basically, uh, it was like the prequel. But, but what you told me is it was just inspired by. Yeah, it's just a name. Uh, the name Bateman is derived from the main character of the Psycho film franchise, Norman Bates. Which I think Norman Cakes. Norman Cakes. So what? So so um, Cycle. <laughs> Cycle is a different movie from American Cycle. Yeah, Cycle is just like an older. It's like uh, well, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's like it's like the original kind of like slasher film kind of where or there's like the scene where like the girl's taking a shower and the guy moves the shower curtain and then he has the knife. Oh yeah, 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 that's Psycho. Yeah. And then um. Yeah, I mean, those are just some pretty interesting things I found. Uh, I just have a couple questions, and I think I already asked some of them, but in that scene where he kills Paul Allen, what artist or album are you guys explaining to him? Like, what what artist or album are you talking so passionately about that you get that into it? The Weeknd. Let <laughs> <laughs> live. <laughs> uh, uh, let me let me let me tell you about Beach House. <laughs> well, I, oh, let me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would probably. <laughs> just just floating in space. I would probably have to say I, I would probably say Mastodon, but I love Mastodon. What about you, Chris? Let live. Let live. Is that yeah. the name of? Yeah, that's like the actual name of the band. Let oh, live. okay. Mine is still Beach House. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I could see that. I mean, I was thinking Beach House too, but either Beach House or Mastodon, but definitely Mastodon. Um. So thank you guys. You know, like. Uh, I think we finished our first cycle of like our favorite movie series. I made them watch American Psycho for the first time, and even though Chris didn't like it, I'm glad he sat through it. <laughs> I, 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 I said it. it was a good movie, it's just not for me. Right? Uh, nah, 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 nah. 
and it was genuinely funny watching Brian's reaction to like at the end of the movie. He's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> when it just ends, I was like, "Hold up, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to rewind that shit quick." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, for our next episode, we're getting into the net stealing business. Hell yeah! And cousin, business is a booming. We're talking now the glorious best, which was actually That's Brian's right. choice. Yes, it was my choice. So I think we're gonna do a Quentin Tarantino round then. Uh, yeah, I think that's the way it's looking. Yeah, yeah. I, I already cut my move. I do too. Uh, I'll say it next I think week. We, I think we all have our moves for this one. Definitely. All right. All right. Thank you guys uh, uh, once again. I'm Milo. I'm Joy Payne. And I'm motherfucking Brian. In other words, Tiny. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace. Later. I, 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 I,